Global Broadcasting Networks presents Coach Talk Radio. Create the time, money, and lifestyle you want with tips, tricks, and techniques that get you started today from some of the best internet minds in the business. Now, here is your host, internet brand strategist, Sandra Beck. Hey guys and dolls, this is Sandra Beck and this is Coach Talk Radio and we've got a wonderful show today. We're going to talk about how our emotions and our physicality can affect our stress and our guest today is Daia Six and we're going to have so much fun talking about, you know, this kind of physical aspect of success and our emotional aspect and, you know, how it, it, it makes things, I think, easier or harder for us. And before we do, I'd like to uh, talk about the all-new FreshBooks. And FreshBooks is sponsoring our show today, so I'd like to thank them for that. The FreshBooks has been redesigned. Now, FreshBooks is like um, it's an accounting program, but it also uh, has these notifications. It's got all this cool stuff. So if you haven't tried FreshBooks, I encourage you, because FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my list. And to claim it, you just go to freshbooks.com slash coach and enter in coach talk in the how did you hear about us. Now, FreshBooks is pretty cool because when you're um, racing around the clock to wrap up projects, preparing for a meeting later, juggling your kids, tackling a mountain of paperwork, well, that's kind of how it is when you're a solopreneur or you have a side business or a work at home business. And the creativity is so killed by Uncle Sam's accounting. Like it's the Uncle Sam buzzkill is what I call it in my office. That's when I have to do the billing. That's when I have to do the accounting and it's challenging at best. And it's not what I like to do. And since the world has been changing, there's never been more opportunity for somebody to be self-employed, to have a side business, uh, to do whatever they can to make more money. So to meet this needs, um, FreshBook is excited to announce the launch of their all-new version for their cloud accounting software. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom-built exactly the way you work. Now, I'm really tough, Daiya. I get into this uh, program. I am always looking for the simplest way to be more productive, more organized, and most importantly, to get paid quickly. And so I look for something mm-hmm. that's really easy to use and, and kind of has a powerful punch and so you can create and send professional looking invoices in less than 30 seconds and you wow. get to look at them like you don't have to print them out and look at them. you get to look at them right on the screen like what you see is what you get you can set up online payments with just a couple clicks and get paid up to four days faster than other traditional um, accounting systems and then this is the sneaky thing this is like the the accounting ninja you can see when your client has opened your invoice and you can oh, wow. put an game an end to that guessing game of um have they opened it or not yeah i love the notification it tells me when somebody's late to pay like you open up the program and imagine up in the corner it says like notifications like you know how on social media you get all these notifications well one of the notifications you get is when someone's late to pay you also get a notification when someone hasn't read their bill now there are clients that I have had in the past that will dodge my bill. They'll say, oh, I never got it. Yeah, yeah. You can right. get onto the new fresh books and be like, busted. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that too, like, you know, I've had clients give me an email. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm not using that email anymore. Send it to this email. And they run me around the clock a few times. Yes, um, yes. And I'm not saying that all clients do this, but 
but quite frankly, I'm paid to create. I'm not yeah. paid to chase you down for your bill. Now, speaking of billing, there's some aggressively tiered pricing for FreshBooks. You're talking uh, $15 a month, $25 a month, or $50 a month. So that's that's really important, especially if you're a side business, because you don't want to spend a hundred bucks a month on this stuff when you're only making five hundred dollars. You know, we don't want to give all our money away to this. Um, we want to give some money, and I think their aggressively tiered pricing is really, really good. It's visual, it's intuitive. Now, I hate math, I hate billing. I hate invoicing, and I don't have an accounting background. So these little cheater notifications that if someone's late to pay or someone hasn't opened the, the bill yet, that to me is a really good value added to my service that I'm purchasing from a company like this. They do have a time tracker built in, which is super fun, wow. and they do have some project management software. So this is a really good bundle, and when you look at 15 or 25 bucks a month or the, the supreme expensive version, of $50 a month. Like we're not talking breaking the bank and you can get nickeled and dime today as an entrepreneur buying all these little services independently. There's a fee for the time tracker. There's a fee for Netflix. Yep. I yep. love Netflix. everything added on. Yeah. Uh -huh. between me and Netflix, but, but they do add up and they add up like they're $10 here, $5 here, $15 here, $25 here. You can mm -hmm. burn through quite a bit. So to have this bundled program with a time tracker, project management, software, also able to do your billing, your invoices, and then, you know, getting paid in that sneaky ninja notification. To me, the ninja, the sneaky ninja is the best part. The notification that somebody hasn't paid their bill or hasn't opened their bill. That, that you got to me done right. <laughs> you got done right is the best part. Oh, wow. So and you don't find, you don't find too many softwares that do things like that. No, we like the sneaky ninja part. Yes. Um, if you guys want a good deal, FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial. They're not giving you the crappy little partial version. They're going to give you an unrestricted free trial to any of my listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com slash coach, like Coach Talk Radio, and enter in Coach Talk in the How Did You Hear About Us section. So check it out. If nothing else, go look at that sneaky ninja thing because that's just, you know, Diana, <laughs> like a long time. I've been a coach a long time. Yeah. I bet, like me, you have heard every excuse in the book. Yes. Why he hasn't paid their bill. Yes, of course. You know, every coach, I don't care, you know what, not only coaches, but a lot of um, just entrepreneurs, period. And we are in the the movement of, entre you know, everybody being entrepreneurs and, you know, doing their own business, especially online. And there isn't this, you know, one-on-one -on -one and face-to-face -face exchange anymore. So being a coach, people are always giving me the runaround. That's why I try to choose who I'm going to work with and not. Because they, just like you said, they would say, you know, I never did get that email. And I'm like, but wait a minute. The majority of people have their phones attached to their hips and they're always on social media. And every time an email comes in, it's a ring, ding, ding. And you're going to tell me you didn't get my email when I pay attention to you? No. <laughs> so I get it. I may have to do this fresh book myself, Sandra. 
Well, you know, it's amazing. And like, you know, even like the sneaky ninja notification thing can go both ways. Like Uh there are times that, you know, and I'll be honest, like I've invoiced somebody three times. They haven't paid my bill. And Uh I remember the lady's email because she had a dot in it instead of it being like Angie or Angela. It was like Angela dot something with her name and I didn't put the dot in it. So it was my fault. But Uh I really was sitting here in my office thinking she's dodging me. She's not paying me. I don't want to work for anymore. I'm going down this whole rabbit hole uh-huh. and if I had had this fresh book sneaky ninja notification I would have seen she'd never open the invoice Opened I would have it. seen yeah. like it was my error so it can go both ways yeah um with some of these mistakes but mm-hmm. do you like doing the billing like I know I like getting paid but I hate doing the billing I hate doing the billing and you know what it, it makes sense It makes sense, Sadra. Let me tell you why. Because people like us who are coaches, first of all, a lot of times where people, you know, we we enjoy people like we're, you know, we're people pleasers. So everything we normally do comes from the heart. And a lot of times people hate the billing process because it's like, okay, now you have to give me what I gave you in return. And sometimes, you know, money is just this, it's this crucial, but it's satisfying. And at the same time, it is this, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like this, this, com- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's, it's, it's like an emotional um, uh, uh, exchange that we don't want to you know, that we don't want to do because we don't know where everybody's finances are. We don't know what they need their money for, but we do know that they need our help. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, 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 I don't know. It's, you know, I kind of feel that way sometimes when I'm billing my customers, but at the same time I go, well, you know what? I did exchange my energy and my energy was real and my energy came from the heart. So God darn it. Hey, it's, it's, it's a give and exchange type of process, you know, but with this fresh book thing that you were talking about, one, even though you said it goes both ways, what I like about it is that it goes both ways and work in your favor, both ways. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't look so, like an idiot and I don't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I will be checking up on that because I don't have anything like that. I normally do PayPal or, you know, or or some people would even send me a, a, um, a, a money order even through the mail if I trust them enough. You know what I mean? So I'm going to check out, oh, yes, I'm going to check out this, uh, this fresh book situation because it will literally eliminate some of the things that I'm going through right now. Well, and that's it's, it's it goes like right on the the, the productivity organization get paid quickly. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I have all these emotional issues with money. It's just boring. It's boring uh-huh. to me to sit down and go through my day planner and go through my time tracker and add all this stuff up. And you know, and I have a bookkeeper. Oh, yeah, that that's part. how ridiculous I am. You know, I use a bookkeeper to help me with some of this stuff. But it's still. Like I, I'm like a horse that doesn't want to be reined. You know, it just, it always feels so restrictive. And, and, you know, it's funny because I'm a programmer by, by trade, by nature. So I'm very happy programming, but there's just something in there that, that, you know, I feel like I've been harnessed and and the sneaky ninja thing has just done it for me. Like that's, that's the whole, (laughs) um, because it's like, like, it's like you're an accounting spy now. I'm no longer. Right, right, right. Right. And you know what, Sandra, I would have thought that you really would enjoy it because you're such a 
techie type chick. You know, I adore you for that. Like everything, like you're the type of woman that will figure it out. Remember, we were having that conversation before. I'm like, you know, you give uh, Sandra an assignment. She's going to figure that out. So I would have thought that that would have been something you truly enjoy. But you get bored with that, probably because it doesn't move too fast for you. It, it moves slow. It's a slow process, you know. It is. It's slow. Yeah, it's yeah. tedious. It's boring. And, you know, yeah. and I can do it, but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, I will get on FreshBooks every day just to see my ninja notifications because it makes me yeah. feel like, you know, the James Bond coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. Whoever yes. came up with that, they they were thinking. They were thinking. They were I thinking. love that. There's yeah. a lot of things in here. Like, you know, I invite everybody to go to freshbooks.com uh, slash coach and enter in Coach Talk and the How Did You Hear About Us for that free 30-day unrestricted trial because it's also intuitive and you can get snapshots. Like there's there's charts and grids, but they're not anything that remind you of eighth grade math class. They're, they're colorful and they give you immediate information. So check it out, freshbooks.com slash coach, enter in coach talk in the how did you hear about us section. We'll be back with more with Diane Six after the break. Fourth of July party was held at the White House in 1801. But did you know that countries other than the U.S. celebrate American Independence Day or July 4th? Denmark, Italy, Portugal, and England all have Fourth of July parties. In fact, the British celebrate their independence with bungers and fizz gigs, otherwise known as firecrackers, just like in America. Squib is slang for an electric match used in pyrotechnics. Our dog celebrates July 4th every year the same way, by cowering under the bed. Many European celebrations take place, of course, at American military bases. I'd like to send a special thanks to all our armed forces stationed around the world for everything you do to provide freedom and independence to America. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. With Christmas dinner around the corner, it's time to make a plan to not overeat while still enjoying your favorite foods and the wonderful celebration. If you find yourself at a party or dinner, remember to save your calories. Appetizers can really add the calories up, and the next thing you know, you are overindulging. The average turkey dinner is 3,500 calories, which translates to one whole pound for one meal. Don't let mindless pre-meal eating sabotage your efforts to stay nutritionally sound and to keep your eating light. Think before you pop those bite-sized appetizers into your mouth, unless they are so good and you are willing to skip something at the dinner table. It's best to bypass the appetizers. Save your calories for the special dinner so you can enjoy your favorite foods. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Taking care of business every day. Taking care of business every way. Taking care of business. It's all mine. Taking care of business. Working overtime. Hey, 
guys and dolls. This is Sandra Beck. And as promised, we're going to talk about emotions and our physicality and how they affect our success. Now, Daya, one of the things that I found at my most successful, the year that I made the most money in my life until this year, Mm -hmm. um, I was a disaster, you know, stressed, hair falling out, overweight, Mm -hmm. just, Mm -hmm. just a total mess. And, you know, then everything blew up in the divorce and I, you know, got wiped out financially and Mm -hmm. um, the market turned, you know, everything that could go wrong went wrong. And in hindsight now, I'm glad it did because I'm Uh like the bionic woman. I'm building back better and stronger. And yes, I want to build back to great wealth again, but Uh I don't want the cost emotionally or physically of the way I did it before. So I'm really looking to ways to restructure so that I can be, I know I can be successful again. Like that's, it's funny. It's like, that's not my worry. I've done it once. Actually, I've done it twice. I know I can do it again. I know I can, can get to that level of success again, but this time I want to do it consciously consciously and sustainably so that I'm not running myself into the ground. You know what? I will tell you this. That was very tasteful on what you just said, because a lot of people that go through all of that, Sandra, a lot of them don't even think or even know that they can start all over again and not only start all over again, but be successful again at it. You know what I mean? So the fact that you are saying, and when you said that, I picked up on the vibration that you truly believe that. (laughs) Okay. So automatically what happens is when we have those thoughts and emotions, Okay, and this is why I tell people you have to pay attention to your emotions and the things that you say, because a lot of us will say certain things, but we just say it and we don't believe it. You know what I mean? And when that happens, we fail to recognize that our immune system recognizes that we're not being true to ourselves. So. When thoughts and emotions are always affected by the immune system, and this is something that we have to comprehend and hold, that the immune system is wired to our belief system. A lot of people don't say that. That's how come sometimes when you hear people and they say stuff like, you know, uh, well, she's my, um, you know, she she's my uh, foe, you know, somebody that my enemy. But you know what? I'll still love her. I'll still. That's them saying it. But in reality, in reality, they do not believe it. So when we have people who have negative emotions, but their words are different from their emotions, what happens is the immune system recognizes and it goes into a default way of surviving. And that's why we get hair loss. This is why we gain weight. This is why we, um, this is why we start aging because we're not true to ourselves. Because in reality, when we do that, we build up all this acidity in our body and our bodies literally like wipe out the alkalinity. You know what I mean? So it is always important. I tell people that you have to be true to your blueprint. You have to be true to your emotions and you have to be true to what you experience in life because your experience. And I always tell people this. Your experience is like your number one blueprint blueprint to survival, because when it all boils down to it, nothing bad ever happens to us. And even though we feel like it is happening, you know, those emotions, those negative emotions or whatever the case may be, we go, oh my God, this is a bad situation. And we recognize it as bad because it doesn't make us feel good. But 
simultaneously, we fail to realize that if we could just see about 500 yards down the road, that it would be okay. Oh my God, what would that do to the body? But the fact that we can't do that, we think that it's bad. And I ask people all the time, and I want to ask you this, Sandra. If we were going through all those crazy emotions, well, anytime we go through crazy emotions, let me say that, right? And we feel like we're being defeated and we feel like that, you know, things just aren't working in our favor. And then always when we stick to it and we find our way out of it, there's a huge pond, like a huge new life of existence. There's a huge new life of understanding. There's a huge new life of recognition. And so I tell people, if you got all of that, the recognition, the experience, all of that in totality, then how was it a bad experience? Right? Well, so I when think you, it does uh-huh. feel bad. Like, you know, I, I always like to tell people like what it looks like, tastes like, feels like uh-huh. at the time, you know, it was like standing in the ocean and yep. a wave after wave after wave. Like my yep. mom dies. I go through a foreclosure, my mm-hmm. business, uh, my, in my environment, you know, I was in real estate. So all of mm-hmm. that came crashing down and then mm-hmm. I get wiped out in the divorce and legal bills and, and just, you know, it was, it was getting pounded over and over. And mm-hmm. that, that's what I thought about it at the time. Okay? Right, right. Now, eight years later, mm-hmm. I look back and go, okay, that was just the universe deconstructing mm-hmm. all the false fronts or the walls or the things I shouldn't have been doing. It had to knock it down like, like, you know, and it did, it was like a, a sandcastle that I built yeah. and it, and it washed away. But the fact, the matter was, that life, I couldn't sustain it. I couldn't right. sustain it from a health mm-hmm. standpoint. I couldn't stand mm-hmm. it from an emotional standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, when you hate your life yep. and you hate everything that you're going through, now I know that's a sign to go, okay, you're on the wrong path, sister. You got you to gotta make some changes. This is just the universe mm-hmm. making the changes that you were unwilling or unable to make. Like, that's how I look back at it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? The fact that you did that. See this now, this is the this is the tasty part about that, because the moment we start recognizing versus just going through the motion and going through the motion. Right. The moment we start recognizing and remember the emotion, the emotions functions at the rate of visit of its existence. So if we try to suppress it. Right. If we try to stop it, it's almost like trying to stop time, you know, and I'm not talking about the time that, you know, man has made. I'm talking about just the existence of time or any time we try to stop the natural flow of anything. What happens? It becomes burnt out. It explodes or, you know, we know the story. Right. But what we have to understand is there is an interconnectedness to everything that we go through. So the moment that we start recognizing that, you know what, this doesn't feel good, that, you know what, I have to change it. Now we're in the flow of things versus trying to fight it, right? And then what happens is when you own up to it, because you have a reason to be, you know, when you understand that you have a reason to be angry, you know, your body recognizes, you know, the whole reason behind it. Now, instead of just being angry or going through your emotions, somehow, some way, this is what's so great about the body. Now, all of that becomes like a righteousness anger or a righteousness emotion, because now your body understands it. And now you're just going with the flow. So it becomes an emotion that not only exists, 
but now it passes. And when it passes, instead of it harming the body, it's in harmony with the body. You know what I mean? Because now you're not really going through that, right? No, no, it's all over. What could I have done differently? Like when you're in the throes of it, Daya, I Mm -hmm, mean, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, throw me a life ring in the old Mm -hmm. sand. You know, I Mm -hmm. don't, I don't know if I could have done anything any differently at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was where I was and I didn't know right. what I know now. Cause right. now when something bad quote unquote happens, I take a step back and look at it and go, is this bad or is this a change? Is this just different than what I expected? Could mm-hmm. it be the catalyst for something great? Like, like I'm a big believer now that when things fall apart, it's mm-hmm. because we need to put them back together in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like I tell my kids, cause they've seen me go through this transformation idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, I was like this Lego tower. And then, you know, King Kong came in and kicked it apart. And now right. all I'm doing is putting those Legos back together. And when people go through trauma and they go through divorce, and they go through death and they go through foreclosure. I mean, these are some mm-hmm. pretty big things. Yes, they are. You can Mm -hmm. feel like, like there was a time that I felt like I was made of glass and every little piece was taped together just by this flimsy little tape. And if you tap me on the shoulder, I would shatter into a million pieces. That's what it felt like. And Mm -hmm. that's where I got the Lego analogy, watching my kids play Legos. And I'm like, okay, Stan, this is just your life Lego project. You're going to put the building blocks back together, but you're going to put it in a way that's going to be mindful and you're going to take your time, which is not in my nature, Daya, taking my time to figure things out. So not in my nature. Right, right. But you also said, see, I'm listening to you and you also said the key words and those key words was now, now that I know. You see what I'm saying now that I know. So that growth process, and I bet you this, and this is this is what's so tasteful about life, even though we go through all of those things that literally make us uncomfortable and really want to give up. The fact that you went through it, and I bet you right now, if you went through any of that right now, and this is why I call women like you soldiers, which is why, too, you have to understand this is the reason why both of us, okay, are in the positions that we are as far as being coaches, right? Because if we didn't go through certain experiences, how in the heck are we supposed to teach people how to get out of similar situations? It would be almost impossible. It's like, you know, I remember, and, and I'm going to just say this right quick. I remember seeing, um, listening to a panel of women discussing their, um, you know, their business and their motherhood and, you know, things like that. And there was one lady who said that she was giving advice to business women and also giving advice to um, um, uh, mothers and she didn't run a business and she didn't and she wasn't even a child. And she realized that the information that she was giving was pathetic and it wasn't correct. You see what I'm saying? So the universe has a way of stamping us. And unfortunately, sometimes the stamp hurts, right? But the universe (laughs) has a way of stamping us and going, okay, boom, here's your stamp. Now you are responsible for the information you know. Now you have to put your mental, your cognition, your physical, your emotions, all of this into one. And this is how we become great human beings. And actually, to tell you the truth, we become outside of our human bodies. And now it's the spiritual. Because when you have spiritual, you have the love, you have the mental, you have the cognition, you 
you have the physical. All of that wrapped into one has been exercised, and now it's your turn to show other people how to do it. And that's why I say, Sandra, that you are a true soldier. When I told you when I saw it in your face, I was like, this woman is a true soldier. It shows it in her face. And you have to be proud of all of that that you went through. The fact that you're still here, you're still surviving. Now you can show someone else how to do it. How yummy and tasteful is that now, though? Now. All right. We're going to go to commercial break. Daia 6, Sandra Beck, Coach Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. book titled The Art of Doing Nothing by Veronica Vienne in our guest room by the bed. I'm telling you, this book is an impossible challenge. In the state of Maine, it's said that someone who bottoms chairs for a living is lazy, presumably because one's bottom is perpetually in the chair. To sozzle means to laze around or perform a task in a sloppy way. The word is mainly found in New England. A quote from 1848 describes the term as used by housekeepers in certain parts of Connecticut to refer to a lazy person. Other words for lazy people are abbey lovers, scabberlatchers, and slaughter pooches. To me, the ultimate love lolly is someone who is too lazy to even fake like they're working. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Having a tone-tight abdominal area, or better known as a six-pack, is highly desirable to many men and women. Unfortunately, you cannot spot reduce in that area of your body, or in any area for that matter. One exercise myth is that you can do a multitude of crunches to achieve that sculpted look for your abs. While doing crunches is a very good idea and an important element to any exercise routine, it will not give you a six-pack. The reason is that unless you lose weight and keep your body weight low, you will still have a layer of body fat on top of your muscles. Your ab muscles underneath that fat may be toned and sculpted, but the fat that's on top of them is preventing you from seeing that. Include fat-burning cardio exercise in your daily workout along with your crunches. I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Taking care of business every day. Taking care of business every way. Taking care of business. It's all mine. Taking care of business. Working overtime. Woo. Taking care of business. Taking care of business. Hey guys and dolls, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Daia Six, and we are doing our Coach the Coaches series. Now, one of the things that's so cool about producing these shows is I get to switch seats, and that's really fun <laughs> for me because, you know, coaches spend their day telling other people what to do. Now, I have mm-hmm. my own coach. I have actually two coaches that I work with and a therapist, so, you know, I, I really, I have a lot of help doing what I do because no one person can know all this stuff 
and everything changes. So it's fun for me, Daya, to be in the in the non-coaching seat when you speak because mm-hmm. it's like a fire hose of information coming at me. And I'm here taking notes. Like I take notes because I want to learn this for me. I want to understand, um, you know, kind of what why I went through what I went through and I want to Uh deconstruct it in a way that works for me today. And, you know, many years ago, I took a trip to the Grand Canyon. I I don't live very far from there, maybe six, seven hour drive. Oh, lucky you. Well, and I thought, you know, when I was going through all this stuff that seemed so monumentous at the time, I knew intuitively I had to sit at the rim, not jump, but sit at the rim of the Grand Canyon and look at all the layers and do like a meditation, do a journal writing, doing whatever. Uh Uh So, you know, I I stashed my kids and I hop in my car and I drive out there like a lunatic, you know, drive out there on a Friday. And I sat on the edge of the rim, not in any danger, but I sat at the edge of the rim with my journal and I just thought... And I looked at the eons and I thought, you know, this, this seems so monumental to me, but I'm only this little speck. La, 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 la. Well, this bus pulls up behind me as I'm just sitting there enjoying the peaceful quiet and all these women pour out. And uh-huh. I'm an eavesdropper. I love to eavesdrop. I think me it's too, so me fun. too, me too. <laughs> so I'm sitting there listening and these women get off the bus and as, as luck would have it, they were women who had been through nasty divorces. And this was some like, I don't know if it was a single thing or whatever, but it was a group of women get off this bus. And all I heard was them talk about how they hated their ex-husband. They hated his mistress. They hated his affair. They hated, hated, hated. And I could identify with a lot of that. But I made a promise to myself at that point, Daiya, that I wasn't going to get stuck And a lot of these women I could tell were stuck. You know, they would roll into the same story. And it wasn't so much that I knew the story or I knew these women, but I could tell the artfulness with the way the story was told. It had been told a hundred times. Like, you know, when somebody's going through stuff, you know, as a coach, you listen, you listen between the lines. Is this something new? Is this a snow job? Is this a, an excuse? Is this a real issue? Like, is this their issue? Is it somebody else's? You know, your brain ticks through all that stuff. And I could tell that these women had practiced these stories because they had told them so many times it had actually become their narrative. It had yes. become their quilt, their fabric. Uh And I sat there going, oh, no, like, I I don't want to be 20, 30, 40 years from now spinning the same yarn. I don't want to do this. Now, I didn't know at the time how to not do that, but Uh I could look at the striations in the Grand Canyon and look back thousands of years, you know, to like Fred Flintstone days where it was just a little trickle. And now (laughs) it's the Grand Canyon going, "Okay, I'm not going to stay stuck here. I'm not going to I'm not going to be that. And I made that promise to myself, even though I didn't know how to go Mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you know what? This is why this is, you know, (laughs) when you were talking about all of that, I'm getting all of these vibrations. Right. And first of all, I want to tell you that you driving out there, first of all, was it was not lunatic like at all. okay? but it was genius. It was genius. okay? because what happened is, see, I'm able to see the whole picture symbolically when you were talking about this. okay? so not only was it genius, but remember, you gravitated to what you were in that moment to get recognition of what not to become, right? Yes. So 
This is why I try to explain to all of my clients when they come in, because genetically, and you know, these, these are the things when I talk about, you know, genetically predisposed characteristics, how they are, um, how we adapt them, how they become part of us. Okay. So genetics play a huge part in our lives. We all know that, right? Right. It gives us an understanding of our personality. You know, you know, um, it's, it, you know, and it's so funny that we have these eyes, Sandra, but we, sometimes we fail to see each other, even though we have these eyes. So I say, thank God for other senses like intuition, you know, and the list goes on. But have you ever heard that saying that you are a product of your environment, right? Yes, sure. Right. But you have to understand that through that process that you went through, you know, where people say, you know, go ahead and grow a backbone. We've heard that one too, right? Right. Now, this is what's so crazy about your situation. Your mind, people don't understand, but your mind power of strength is located near the adrenal glands. And it's between the hip bones and the ribs. It's at the wall of the back, though. So it's so it's so, you know, it's kind of in the back. OK, it's located near the adrenal glands or shall I say in the loins area. OK, and that is what gives us the strength in the body so that um, so that we're able to fly on the spiritual plane that we came here to literally become a pilot to. So now when you told me that, you know, you did not want to become like those women and those words became, you know, you could tell that those words were like their fabric. This is where you have to pat yourself on the back because you could have totally went over into that group and said, well, yeah, let me tell you about my experience and that it is and that it and that it and it could have went on and went on and went on. And then now you would become a product of your environment. Right now, when we talk about predisposed characteristics, now this is where it gets tasty for me. And when I explain this to my clients. Predisposed characteristics is a development. It's that it, it, you know, it conditions each person and it influences how they act. Okay. Now we know that you went through all of that calamity, right? That destruction, right? But all of this, you had to either take it in and keep it, or you took it in and you filtered it out, right? Evidently, you filtered it out. All right. So what happens is when you when there are certain conditions in your environment, conditions, and this is and when I say this, each person that exists literally diagnoses their own selves unconsciously. So when you tell me that you don't want to be, you know, like those women and you could tell that those words became, you know, you know, the fabric of who they are, you decided that you did not want to have that habit. Habits turn into health and all that health turns into, you know, a certain type of personality, which they showed. Right. So by you becoming a genius and I'm going to tell you how I know it was genius, because that bus that put up that you saw was the axiom of you being the genius. And that is, you know what, let me take this ride and let me go. By taking the ride, you went, you discovered, you saw, you saw what not to become, and now you're not a product of your environment. So your genetics decided not to go left. It continued right. And I say this because since we all diagnose ourselves, remember, 
that everything we think about, everything we experience, everything we don't filter out, everything that we keep shows up on our face, not only our facial features, but also our body. And this is where we get disease. This is why a lot of people that go through calamity, they get heart problems, they get cancer, they get diabetes, they get it's all the same. It's all the same situation, the product of your environment. So you took yourself out of your environment, whether you knew you were doing it or not. The fact is that you did it. You get that? Yeah, I get that. What? So how do we, how do we, like, I was lucky I made that, that right switch or genetically, whatever it is that, that said, you know, I don't want to be part of this. I want something different. How do we strengthen that muscle? Like, is that just something we're Mm -hmm. born with? It's the way we are? Or how do we, you know, how do we consciously, like that to me was Mm -hmm. an unconscious choice. Mm -hmm. How do we make that conscious so that that we can veer away from from the things that aren't going to serve us? Are we just genetically predisposed to something and that's the way it is? No, we're not genetically predisposed to, you know, everything that we encounter and see. But this is why I say that, you know, sometimes we don't see things that is longer than a than 100 yards away. Okay, if we can't touch it, we can't see it. Sometimes we tend not to believe it. But to tell you the truth, because of all that I've learned about you and the and, and your facial features, that wasn't luck at all. That was the warrior in you. Okay, I don't feel that um, because I can look at people and go, oh, my God, where did they get that strength from? Like where, you know, and then I I will start to dig. But with you, that wasn't luck at all. That was your that was just your innate spiritual being that just led you. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we're on autopilot. Right. And sometimes the autopilot can cause us destruction. It can cause us uneasiness. But. When we are in tune, and remember when I say in tune, because at that point, you just stopped and pretty much gave up and said, you know what, now I'm in the flow of things, right? That was your keen intelligence. And remember, the keen intelligence is in the stomach region, all right? You got a gut feeling that said, you know what, let me move, let me go in this direction, right? So yes, right. Because it yeah. wasn't my brain that led me there. Right. I was, I knew I was supposed to go there. But if you mm-hmm. had asked me to use my brain to tell you why, I couldn't have given an answer. And that's why I don't think I told anybody where I was going or what I was doing. I just went. Yeah, because it wasn't your logic. It right. was your keen intelligence. Okay, and that's why people people always talk about the mind and the mental, but they forget about the stomach region. You see, the stomach region is where you have your keen intelligence. The stomach reason is where anytime you experience something, whether it's positive or negative, before you decide to make an action or, or before you decide to move or take that step forward to conquer or create, you, you know, your stomach has to decide what it wants to do. It's your gut feeling, okay? It's not always the head. So you weren't being led by your head because if you were being led by your head, you would have had you would have had you know conflictual disagreements with yourself. Oh my God, you know the drive is too far. Oh my God, gas and you know all those things. All those things played in my head, going like you know you're insane. What are you going to drive out there six hours? What are you going to do the whole time? You should be doing this. You should be doing that. That's what my head told me, but my heart and my gut told me very differently. We're visiting today. Today with Daia 6, we're going to come back from the break and talk more about this because this is fascinating. I don't know about you, but I'm totally digging it. We'll be back after I'm the break. I'm turned on. (laughs) (laughs) 
you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. Even though Halloween is my least favorite day of the year, it will be here soon. And having a strategy to not let it derail your healthy eating is a good idea. Weight Watchers says that there is really a trick to treats. You can stay on your healthy living plan, even though there is plenty of temptation around. They recommend to buy your candy late. Keep the temptation out of your house for as long as you can. Buy candy that you personally do not like. Have a plan for the leftover candy or the candy the kids bring home. Giving it away to your church or favorite charity is a good idea. But if you can't, then freeze it. It takes a while to eat a rock-solid piece of candy. Forgo the temptation to eat high-calorie, low-nutrition candy and stay on track. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear more fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Taking care of business every day. Taking care of business every way. Taking care of business. It's all mine. Taking care of business. Working overtime. Taking care of business. Hey guys and dolls, this is Sandra Beck of Coach Talk Radio. I'm here with Daia Six. Daia, how can people get a hold of you? Where do they find you? Oh, my gosh. All they have to do is just close their eyes and, and I'm there. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyone that wants to find me, you guys can Google uh, Daia6.com. That, and I'm going to spell that out because I know that my name is very unusual. And that is D as in dollar, double A. You cannot forget I have two A's in my name back to back. So that's D-double-A. I-Y-A-H and six is spelled with a C, C-I-X-X dot com. Sandra, did you know that six is my, um, it's my universal card? It's six. It's I my, didn't know that. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, cool. that's yeah, that's why I go by it because it, it gives me. Well, they say it's supposed to give you so much power, you know, when you are living your destiny. And six is my destiny card, so I tend to go by, you know, six. But yeah, and then if you guys want, I'm on Facebook under Daia Six, and also anybody that wants help in like relationships or you have questions or you know anything that you are unsure about, I just open up my Facebook page, Sandra, and it's called. Um, healthy relationship talk radio. So, and it's an open platform that people come and, you know, they, you know, they ask questions. I will answer them. And then also um, I'm on uh, Twitter 
And then I'm also on uh, Instagram. So it's all under Daia6. Um, the only thing that's different is uh, the Facebook because it's under Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. But that is a good way of reaching me. And uh, my information is there. I'm there. Are you the only Daia6 in the universe? You know what? I think I am. <laughs> Isn't that so cool? That there's like 180 Sandra Becks in California alone. I'm like, oh, yeah. there's like a thousand of us in the nation. Yeah. But you know what? There's a lot of Daias. There's a lot of Daias. And I thought I had no idea that there were so many. When I Googled Daia, a lot of them came up. And I said, what the heck? Now, I will tell you, I only met one other Daia face to face. OK, and we were dancing. We, we were both dancing on the same show. And someone said, Daia. And I looked, I said, wait a minute. Don't, don't nobody know me in here as Daia because I was going by Didi at the time. And they were like, Daia. So I went up to the girl and asked her and she spelled her name exactly like mine. And I said, I couldn't believe it. I almost fainted. Well, do you, what does your name mean? Oh, my God. Are you ready for this? Not too yes. many people ask me that. Daia means inviter to truth. Oh, that's so cool. Can you believe that? Now, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a Tasha or a Keisha, right? I was the only Daya on the block in the city, god darn it. <laughs> so I was, you know, and I, I, oh my God, I detest my name. But talk about living up to your name. That's why I say there are no accidents in this world. We need to quit thinking that there are. And everything literally plays a part. Everything is literally interconnected. So yeah, Diane means inviter to truth. And this is why I detest people that's always fabricating for no reason. I'm like, tell the truth, tell the truth. You know, if you don't have to fabricate to save your life, you know, just, you know, we're all grown. We can all handle the truth. That's so cool. Well, I just looked up how popular is the baby name Daia in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And it says from 1880 to 2015, the Social Security Administration has recorded 78 babies born with the name Daia in the United States. Like, Did how cool what? is that? Oh, my God. I didn't even know that. That's because <laughs> you're like, that's I'm your nerd friend. I'm your like nerd tech friend. That's going to look all it. this stuff up. I love it. Oh my, that's a long, that's a long, uh, oh my God. Do you know how long that is? Yeah, that's it's like over a hundred years. That's so cool. Oh my God, that is cool. But yeah, not too many die years, not too many die years. And I'm, but you know what, Sandra, I'm proud of my name. I love it now. I embrace it. And to tell you the truth, it's, it's, it's tasty to me. And I think it's just because I've had a great mother that showed me how to be great. You know, I was blessed. I don't take that for granted. And um, I'm proud of the love that I have for people. I'm proud of that, you know, because I see other people who do not have the love for people. I see how people are aging because they're not being true to themselves. They didn't come here to literally walk in the, you know, in the format that they were designed in, you know. So it's, you know, I, I am proud of that. I'm proud of that. And Daia works with me. I'm okay with it. Well, I just wish it was like a noun or something we could use in common letters because that would be like the best 50-point Scrabble ever. Like, you know, it allows you to get rid of, like you think about getting three A's, a Y, an I, and an H and a D. You're like, what am I going to do with this? Well, I can spell Daia. So look how I your just... mind works. Who thinks like that? I love your mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, but I'm just like, wow, this is like 50, 50 point Scrabble name. Um, so I have a question for you. Uh-huh. How do we develop our gut? Like, it's great that, that we know where it is now. And we, right. we, like, I think as entrepreneurs or solopreneurs or work at home, any of us that choose these type of existences or as a consultants and coaches, we have to fly by our gut all the time because uh-huh. Uh-huh. there is no strategy. There is no format. There's no boss to ask. There's no hierarchy. There's no kind of pre-existing layout that we can choose or schematic or diagram on, on how to do this stuff. So I know I fire from the gut a lot. And I do this thing, Daya, called, and I teach my kids this, it's the head check, heart check, gut check. Uh-huh. And so when somebody tells me something, I think about it in my head, I feel it in my heart, and then I test it in my gut. And only when all three are in alignment, do I proceed forward. Because sometimes I think something's a great idea, but my heart's not in it. Or I think something's a good idea and there's that tension in my tummy that's like, like this, this isn't probably the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I've learned to trust my head, my heart, and my gut. And now I know how to make my head stronger. I kind of know how to make my heart stronger. How do you make that gut stronger? How do you pull that, that you know, pull, get it to pull its weight? Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing that we do have to recognize is that the stomach and the gut is not separate. Okay. Even though it's in different parts of the body, it's still not separate. It works together like the sun and the moon does. Okay. And that is the, that is the beautiful part about it. And you, you have to have the balance of the head as well as the stomach or the gut area. Right. And, you know, people used to say, well, you know, when you're going to deal with someone, it's okay to think about them and, you know, and, and set up dates with them, but you better bring that gut along with you so that you make clear decisions. Right. So when we're talking about when we're talking about strengthening the gut, first of all, you can't strengthen the gut without being conscious. And therein therein lies the head, the head work. Right. So the first thing we have to do is be conscious of ourselves, because remember, the gut always waits for the mind to send it information All right. And you won't be able to make a decision until that gut says, "Okay, yeah, let's do it. If your gut is still stagnant because it hasn't digested. Now, you digest thoughts the same way you digest foods. All right. And this is why we have to be very careful on the foods that we put into our body. Because that can stagnate the energy that is supposed to naturally flow to our gut. This is why sometimes people have digestive problems. You're having digestive problems because the energy that is flowing from the head to the gut is being somehow conflicted with the foods that you're eating. All right. That's one thing. That, and that's the physical part of it. OK. Then we have to talk about the uh, the emotional part of it. OK. Now, emotion is the teacher to the immune system. It teaches, you know, I teach my clients to stay away from the news because, you know, the news will bring your emotions up, bring it down, bring it up, bring it down, right? And a lot of people don't understand that when you're going through, you know, this emotional um, steadfast or, you know, it's teetering, right? It will stop the flow of the natural forces that your body has, all right? So there's, and, and, and I'm going to tell you like this, Andre, there are six keys. There are six keys that I actually go through when I'm teaching people this about their gut, all right? So you have the physical, right, is what I talked about. 
and that's when the body goes through, you know, um, when it encounters situations and, you know, when you digest your foods, the way you digest your, your thoughts, right. Then you have the emotion part that I just talked about because it is the teacher to the immune system. But, and then also what I talked about too, the mental part, the mental part, this is your comprehension to what, why, how, when, and where a conflictual situation had begun. So you have to be conscious of all of these. Now, the last two that you have to be conscious of is the cognition, all right? Now, cognition is very similar to the mental part of it, okay? It's similar to mental, but the difference is with cognition, you have to include the problem-solving and you have to include the judging because all of that... When I say that, it's keen to the intelligence to the stomach region, which is where a lot of disease starts. And also your knowledge. Your knowledge is very keen in the gut. And then the last one that I want to talk about is your confidence. Okay. If you don't have the confidence in anything, you will never take the first step to conquer what is hindering you. Okay, wait a minute, that was five. Actually, I'm forgetting the most important one, and that's the spiritual part. A clear, refreshing understanding of your purpose and your why. So when people say, okay, well, how do we, you know, when you say, how do I strengthen the gut? You have to put all of those things in consideration. You have to be mindful. You have to understand your physical, the physical part of yourself, the emotional, the cognition, the the, the spiritual part of it, and your confidence, all of that. And unfortunately, each and every one of them have the steps that you can take in order to strengthen it. See, there's never really a one quick right answer to anything. Everything is interchangeable. Everything interacts with each other and everything has this interconnection. You know what I mean? So wow. it starts Diane, with consciousness. Yes, that ma'am. That is so awesome. I think everybody needs to know again where to find you because we've got about 40 seconds before the end of today's show. It has blown by. It has. I can't believe this, right? Dia6.com. You can uh, just Google that. It'll come up. You'll go to facingrelationships.com. You can send me an email, whatever you want to do. Also, Facebook, Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. We finally opened that up a few weeks ago. And then also Dia6 on Instagram, Twitter, and all those other places. I am there, and I look forward to anyone. My arms is open to anyone that needs help. This is why I'm here. I'm in my purpose, and I love doing it. Well, there you have it, dia6.com. Thank you so much for being my guest today. I have taken a whole bookload full of notes. <laughs> you know, I'm the radio host that takes notes. I got my little journal here of radio notes. We'll be back you. again next week with more from Coach Talk Radio. On behalf of Sandra Beck and Dia6, have a great week. Have Make a it good count. Day. Thank you, and Sandra. listen to your gut. On behalf of Sandra Beck, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort so you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, tricks, and techniques on Coach Talk Radio.